Hello and welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and I'm a recovering perfectionist who made the choice to swap rigidity and impossibly high standards for joy, ease, and flow. Now I'm on a mission to boldly build an impactful, insanely successful business and to help other women do the same. So if you're ready to up-level and step into the next version of yourself, then join me as we commit to imperfectly designing the business and life of our dreams. Welcome, welcome back, or if you're listening for the first time, welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast, episode 90, and today I'm going to share my secret or not so secret anymore method for planning a successful day in my business and my life. So this is a method that I have used actually for quite a while, even when I was still working a nine to five or when I was studying full-time in college. So I've kind of been, well, and running a business and having the family and all that stuff. So um, I've been doing this for quite a while. So I know that it works and it helped me actually stay sane when I was working a nine to five or studying and still building a business on the side. It allowed me to stay consistent and show up in my business for the like four or five years that I was building before I was able to go full time in the business. So um, I think it's really it was really important for me to find a routine that not only allowed me to be productive, but to feel good while I was doing it. Because early on, I learned that busy was like a buzzword that everyone was using uh, to, I don't know, it used to be a way that we would brag like, oh, I've been so busy. And, um, but I knew that busy wasn't a word that really felt good to me or like bragging about being so busy and so overwhelmed was no longer serving me. And so I wanted to feel that yes, I was productive and I was showing up, but in a way I was balanced. And if you don't like the word balanced, a better way to describe that is to experience a work-life integration. That's the best way that I've heard it described. You know, we used to try and treat work as something separate from home and you know, our everyday lives. And now what we're realizing more and more is that it's all intertwined. How that, how you feel throughout work is going to impact how you show up when you get home or how you're feeling at home is going to impact how you're showing up at work. So I've created this really beautiful flow of how I want the day to go. This is the uh, method that I use with my clients and in the programs that I create. So I'm really excited to talk about it today. And along with this episode, I created a free planner for you. And that planner is basically going to outline everything that I said here, but help to help you keep it like organized and for you to remember exactly what I said. And it's going to help you maximize your success with this method and the likelihood that you're, you'll follow through. Um, so you can use this planner. You can either print it out and use it that way. I have a week, it's a week long. So every day for a week. Um, so you can print it out weekly or you can just, I used to just take a notebook and write things down the old fashioned way. Um, or you can buy a separate planner and use the same method, whatever works for you. It might take some experimentation, but that, um, that's fine too. So you can grab your, sh- your copy of that planner in the show notes, or you can just DM me at Lauren M. Kepler on Instagram and I'll send you the link. So if you're not already connected to me on Instagram, I'd love to see you over there. That is the platform I have moved to. 
since everything has gone down this year, I just feel that for me, Facebook feels like a really dark place that I don't want to be. And there's been a lot of like kind of triggers for me, um, especially with the whole black, black lives matter stuff and, you know, seeing family members or people that I, you know, were my friends or people from my hometown saying things that just, uh, frustrate me and set me off. And so I noticed I was angry a lot <laughs> after going on Facebook. So I was like, all right, I'm moving over to Instagram. So I'm on there posting on my feed almost every single day. I try and post some inspirational stuff and some actionable stuff as well. Sometimes if you don't have time to listen to this whole episode, I will break it down into smaller bits as a graphic for you. Um, I love to talk to you through my stories. I love to, your, to get your DMs. Um, and I also love when you tag me in your stories and let me know what your takeaways from this episode are. So come hang out with me over on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler. All right, so let's talk about this three by three method. Okay, honestly, I don't know if somebody else has anything called the three by three method. So this is not like copyrighted or sold or anything. Um, and I actually came up with it during a client session earlier this year where I was like teaching her, you know, the way my productivity methods. And then I realized, oh, this is like a perfect three by three. Like that's a really easy way to lay it out. And a really easy way to remember the structure as well, if you call it the three by three. So if you consider yourself a perfectionist or a recovering perfectionist, I think that you're really going to love this approach um, because it allows you to be structured while still allowing for flexibility and flow and room for making changes. And that's my favorite part about it because I used to feel like I had to be perfectly structured and follow every little um, check every to do off and then I would get bored and then I would notice I would either procrastinate or not do things at all. And what I wasn't realizing is that I was bored with the monotony and I needed to switch it up. So this method allows you to switch it up as well. And I came up with this when I heard other entrepreneurs on different podcasts talking about their long, drawn-out morning routines. And again, this was early on when I was first, you know, deep into my personal development journey and learning about morning routines for the first time. I was like, wow, this sounds so exciting. And I thought that a morning routine was, at that time, just based on what these entrepreneurs were saying, they had the time to have these long two-hour morning routines, which, you know, spoiler alert, I have that now. But back then, I didn't even think it was possible for me, and I thought that it had to look that way in order to have a morning routine. And so a morning routine was something that I was like, oh, I can, I can aspire to have a morning routine someday, but now is not the time. I'm too busy for that. And then the other thing, the other reason that I came up with it is because I would get bored by doing the same exact routine every day and then I would, like I said, I would just stop doing it. It's weird because I like structure. I, I love structure, I love schedules, but I don't do well with monotony. I don't do well with doing the same thing over again. So um, I have to stay balanced in that way. And then the other reason that I came up with it was because I was trying to do all the things, like trying to do everything again, checking that box of shoulds that I was like, oh, 
all these other holistic health coaches, which is what I, what I was at the time, all these other holistic health coaches are doing it this way, or all these other entrepreneurs are doing it this way. So I should do it exactly like that. But I felt overwhelmed because in doing that, I felt like I was all over the place. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't chosen by me. It wasn't me saying this works for me. It was just me saying, oh, I'm doing this because somebody else said that it like looks pretty or worked for them or whatever, but I don't even know or understand why I'm doing it. So why do I love this method? I love it because it feels a lot more realistic. And then I love ending each day feeling like I took charge of the day and it had a successful outcome. And so again, when I used to try and do too much or quote unquote, all the things, it was like I never measured up. Like I went to bed every night like, oh, I still have so much left to do. I feel like I'm not making any progress. I feel like such a failure. And that was not a fun way to end the day. And so with this, using this technique, I, at the end of the day, now feel like I've done enough because I met all my objectives. I decided what were my bottom lines today and I kept it simple and I recognized, and this is something I try and tell you all the time if you listen to this podcast or you follow me on social media, you know, I talk about all the time how you are enough and you're doing enough and how little tiny habits or things that you may think don't make a difference will add up in a matter of weeks, months, years. So imagine that, you know, you are trying to do everything perfectly and you're trying to fit all this random stuff into one day that you don't really understand why you're doing it, but you're trying to be perfect And in doing so, you end up skipping most days because it's too much. And then sometimes you're like, okay, I did it today, like once a week or whatever. Or you do it the other way where you're very intentional. You don't do as much, but you are very, um, you, I'm trying to use a different word other than intentional. You choose, you choose to do things that are impactful and that move your bottom line forward every single day, even if they're just small little things that move the needle forward, but you're doing them consistently every day. Imagine how much further you get doing that versus trying to be perfect and do all the things all the time. So that's also why the all or something living, um, just entire brand or, or, um, I cannot do words today, which is a bummer because I have a few more episodes to record. Um, Maybe I'll get my groove at the end of this one. Anyway, so I guess I'll just digress from that one. So how this works is that you choose what you do and I will break it down. I'm just kind of giving you the overview right now and then I'll explain it more thoroughly and go over it a few times so you really understand it. So how it works is that you choose up to three non-negotiables for your morning routine, three things that you're going to do up to three, one to three. Then you choose up to three main objectives or plans for your day whatever your goals are, like whatever you need to get done in order to feel successful. Again, just one to three. And then you choose up to three non-negotiables for your wind down and bedtime routine. Now keep in mind, I say one to three, especially if this is new for you. Now I can do, I mean, I usually still keep my morning routine and my nighttime routine very simple, but some of the things take a little bit longer. 
But sometimes my ma- I'll have maybe four main objectives. Again, don't apply your perfectionist mentality and think that you have to do it exactly the way that I've said. And, and then you put yourself into a box and you say, well, if I can't do four, then this isn't going to work for me. So for example, this has um, obviously evolved since I've been in different phases of my life. So when I was working a nine to five, my three objectives were usually like very basic. One of the objectives would be go to work today. And then another would be get to the gym. And now going to the gym is actually a self-care item, which is separate from my routines, but we'll go over that too. Um, anyway, and then the third one would be like to do one thing for my business to like show up in my business for an hour and write a blog post or whatever. And then when I was in, um, college full time, a lot of it would be work on my business study. And then I don't know, like something, it was really simple then. And now the main objectives are the three things in my business as I'm working in my business that day that I need to move my business forward. So it has always supported my overall bottom line of where I was trying to go. Okay, so let's break this down. So the goal for your morning routine is for you to allow yourself to wake up slowly and ease into the day versus like jumping up and um, starting your day based on what somebody else wants from you. So immediately going to reply to texts or getting into your email and feeling stressed. Like that's a really quick way to, to allow the day to just suck you in. And then you know, mid-morning or afternoon, you, you'll notice a crash because you didn't really allow yourself to, again, that word intentional comes back up, but you didn't allow yourself to intentionally choose how you're going to interact with the world today. So being able to ease into the day allows you to feel energized and more ready to take on the day. And when you do that, when you take time to recognize what you're calling in today or what you're accepting today, it also allows you to set more boundaries. So doing this, a morning routine sets you up for a successful, intentional day so that you feel like you own your time versus feeling like your time owns you. And this is really good, especially if you're someone who often says there's not enough time in the day. You might feel that way right now, but it also might be because you're pulled in a lot of different directions. And so you may need to take some inventory on, okay, what absolutely does need to happen? What can I not avoid? And then what things am I just doing to be a good wife or a good mother or sister or whatever? Okay. And then the the goal for your daily objectives, and you want to be really picky with your daily objectives. So beware again of the shoulds that um, I should do this, but I don't really want to, and it's not really supporting my overall goals. So it helps to get clear on why something feels important to you in the first place. So is it just distraction work and that's a form of procrastination for you because maybe you're afraid to get into the big work because you don't feel like you're good enough yet for it? Um, Are you doing things that bring you closer to your bottom line? So in order to know that, you have to know, first of all, what your major goals and your visions are at this point in your life. 
anyway. Like, you should constantly be auditing that and doing inventory on, like, what am I focused on right now so that you know how to schedule your life around that. And this is something, if you're kind of not sure this is new to you, I walk you through it all in my Vibrancy on Demand course, which is um, relaunching with its major upgrades and redesign at the end of October. So, so that's for your daily objectives. And then the goal for your nighttime routine is to set yourself up for a successful morning. So it takes, it takes energy, like literally when your brain and your mind has to work on overdrive or harder than it needs to, you, it actually burns more calories. And so you're using more energy. And so the idea, especially in the mornings when you are trying to ease into your day and mornings take a little bit longer to to wake up and all that. So setting yourself up for a successful morning means the night before you kind of got ahead of the curve and you took care of your sleepy self, if you like to think of it that way. Like you're set, you're preparing yourself so that the morning can be as simple and easy as possible for you. And then the second objective for your nighttime routine is for you to do things that wind you down so that you can get the most optimal sleep and wake up feeling rested. So back to the morning routine now. It helps for you, it helps to keep a menu of items handy so that you don't have to put a lot of thought into this. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, because I did say you choose up to three items that you're going to do each morning. So that means up to three means that you can shift this as much as possible. If you think that choosing three items every night before bed is too much work, you can just choose three items that you're going to practice that week and then rotate it out every week. Um, but I do recommend that if you have that in you to to set those, um, to plan them the night before or that morning to just like have this menu handy and choose. Sometimes you can even like wake up in the morning and feel intuitively like grab the menu, look at it and think, hmm, like which ones speak to me this morning? What do I need this morning? I have done that sometimes and I've noticed sometimes when I do that, I'll get lazy or skip it. So that's why I like the idea of choosing it the night before. But anyway, the idea is that you have a menu of handy of items handy so that you don't think too much about it. So all you have to do again is plan the night before. What are the three, one to three items that you'll complete in the morning? So some, a sample menu that I'll offer you. And, um, I recommend that you write down a list of things that resonate with you or that, um, that you want to try out. And if this, again, if this is new to you, it might take some experimentation to you, for you to figure out what feels really good in your routines. So you might want to try all of this, rotate through all of this within like a week or two and just see like which one speaks to me the most. Again, I also want to encourage you that if you experience discomfort through any of these, like any sort of stretching, like you feel like not physical stretching like your body, but stretching where it feels uncomfortable, you feel this discomfort, but you know that it's good for you and you know that this is the kind of discomfort that makes you grow, then I recommend doing those things maybe a few times a week and just while you're doing it, allowing yourself to be imperfect and just trusting in the process that the more you practice this, that's the point. Like the practice is the lesson. 
So you can do something like spiritual time. My good friend calls it her God time. This is when she reads the Bible and, and prays and stuff like that. And um, water, having, this means having a glass of water next to your nights or next to your bed, maybe on your nightstand, ready to go. I have the big mason jars and I'll just put some water in there. You can put lemon in there and just start the morning with a big glass of water with some lemon. That feels really good. You can do some inspirational reading, listen to an audiobook. You can journal. So you can either do a journal prompt or what I do is just a brain dump. So I just write one page of whatever's on my mind. This morning it was a dream that I was having before I woke up about a Beyonce concert. And sometimes like I'm so, when I first wake up, I'm still so groggy that I'll just ramble on about whatever my dream was or just something random that happened the day before and fill up a page. That's my only goal. You can, as I said, follow a specific journal prompt. Maybe you write one out the night before. And the point of doing this in the morning First thing is, and it's literally, I wake up, I turn on the light and I pick up my journal and I start writing. And this was described by, oh, what is her book called? Um, I can't think of it right now. Oh, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And she talks about this as being like a stream of consciousness exercise. And that's exactly why the point is doing it right when you wake up because you're not really like you are still groggy so you're not filtering your thoughts and just whatever needs to come through is coming through so if you had a prompt sitting there ready for you it might be a good time for you to answer that prompt because you might not overthink it you might just let things flow and again that might be one of those discomfort exercises that takes practice for you to really get into you can journal a few gratitudes, just whatever you want to write down is up to you. You can do a visualization exercise, visualizing your future and how successful you want to be and the house that you want to live in and the clothes that you want to wear, whatever lights you up and like gets you excited to jump out of bed. I also walk you through how to do this specifically in Vibrancy On Demand, and I created a guided audio as well if you need help with this visualization exercise. You can make a luxurious breakfast. This is really great for weekends. You can even, you know, have your family there with you, and that could be a ritualistic thing um, that also helps you just feel grateful for the day and start with a beautiful, nourishing meal. You can take a walk. That was another thing that I was like, okay, one day for my morning routine when I get to work from home full-time, I will take walks, which I started to do this year when I went full-time, but um, Vegas right now is even like 100 degrees in the mornings when I wake up, so I'm like, eh, put that on pause until the fall, but I cannot wait to get back out there and start morning walks, especially when the fall crisp air starts to hit and which will be like November, December here, but I'm excited for that. Um, you can choose a quick Pinterest workout or a stretch from Pinterest to complete or YouTube it, whatever, you know, whatever you like to do there. You can do a loving kindness meditation. This is really simple. So a loving kindness meditation could be, 
I'm thinking of my mom this morning and I'm sending her love. I'm thinking of my sister this morning. May she be happy. May she be healthy. May she be at peace. And you practice energetically sending them energy and love and healing, especially if you know of some people in your life right now that need that. You can send that to them energetically. You can send it out to your neighborhood. You can send it to your community. You can send it wherever you want. Um... And then, or you can do a breathing exercise. And again, vibrancy on demand. I take you through three different types of breath that you can try and adopt into your daily routine. And, or you can do a meditation and I do meditations using either the insight timer app, or right now I've been using the active app a lot, A-A-P-T-I-V, which I also use for morning yoga. Um, so that seems like a lot of options, which actually me looking at the list right now, I'm like, it's not, it doesn't look like a really long list, but imagine if you were just to choose up like one to three of those each morning and, you know, you, each of these doesn't have to be long or drawn out inspirational reading. You can do five minutes of that, uh, spiritual time. You can pray for three minutes. I set a timer and I pray for three minutes you can listen to an audiobook as you're getting ready. You can write down, if you choose to journal, you can just write down three gratitudes and leave it at that. Um, taking a walk takes a little bit more time, so you can save that for weekends or when you have more time, making a luxurious breakfast. So you see how allowing for that flexibility allows you to have that flow of, okay, today I have a little bit extra time. Actually, I'm in a hurry today. Or um, I'm feeling like I need some extra love and support today, so I'm going to do a little bit extra. Okay, so that's it for morning routine options. Back to the goal for your daily objectives. So as I said before, you're going to choose up to three items that bring you closer to your bottom line. What is your overall goal right now? So an example for me would be course creation, working on either creating a new course or upgrades for vibrancy on demand podcast planning doing exactly what i'm doing right now recording episodes um social media interaction going on social media for me and being again very intentional about how i'm showing up there but connecting with my community there so that could be three things that move the needle forward in my business and then a goal for your bedtime routine Back to the first objective of that is to set yourself up for the next success the next day. So this could be examples of this. Pack a gym bag so that it's ready to go in the morning. Prep your lunch so that you can just grab and go. Lay your clothes out so you don't have to use any brain power thinking about what you're going to wear. Plan your morning routine items. Take a look at your menu and just quickly write down what you want to do the next morning. And you want your morning to go as smoothly as possible so that you can just focus on moving into the day. And so some options for winding down for bed is to take a bubble bath or an Epsom salt bath. I love those. Or a bath, um, use a bath bomb. I love bath bombs. I had one the other day. I had like the gold glittery one that I got from Target. And it had the pro it was one of those that had a prize in it. And I was so excited. I was like, what am I gonna get? Like, maybe I'll get a I don't know, a pretty piece. I don't I have no idea what I was expecting. <laughs> and I ended up getting a pirate coin. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? So I just threw it away. Um, so that was a letdown. But anyway, so a bubble bath, you can read 
I recommend if you're going to read at night to read for pleasure, not necessarily education, because you don't want to stimulate your brain too much before bed. Although sometimes I still will read books, like right now I'm reading a book on perfectionism, and um, I don't think it gets me too excited because it's not that new of information for me. It's just more like relearning these things, and so it allows me to still kind of be on autopilot a little bit. Um, You can do a meditation, which I already explained. You can do a yoga sequence. Sometimes I have even searched on Pinterest bedtime yoga sequence, and they have some really restorative poses that you can do. You can stretch. You can lay on the floor and listen to calming music. You can drink some tea, or you can journal. You can journal by working through anything that went on throughout your day, or just release anything that happened during your day that you just want to let go of just for now so that you can have peace in your sleep. Okay, so let's tie all of this together. So here's how the flow of your day is going to look when you add it all together. Remember, three by three by three. So in the morning, you'll complete the three items that you chose the night before, and then you can choose your three objectives for the day. If that's too much for your morning, also plan out your three objectives the night before, or at least have an idea of what you know you want to get done the next day. And then in the morning, also choose your evening routine idea items and write those down so those are ready. Or again, you can choose that in your evening, like when the evening happens, depending on maybe you're like, oh, I had a really stressful day, I need a bath today. And you're, <laughs> and if you're like, well, I already planned it out this morning and turns out I'm actually doing a meditation, like take the bath. Um, throughout your day, complete your main objectives and be sure to sprinkle in some self-care. And again, that's something that I cover fully in Vibrancy On Demand, I'll help set you up with a self-care routine that really supports you. And then in the evening, do whatever you need to do to set your morning up for success. Complete your evening routine and then sleep well. Okay, so that's all for the three by three by three. Wait, three by three? No, three by three. (laughs) I don't know, anyway, you get the point. So what do you do when you don't follow through? And this is something that I feel it's important to address because our perfectionist minds want to imagine that something isn't right for us if we don't execute it perfectly. So if you don't follow through, just practice assessing without judgment. Why didn't you follow through? Where did you get hung up? Where was it that you got stuck? And when you are able to recognize that, like I got stuck because I was trying to do too much or um, it doesn't work for me to plan out my evening routine objectives in the morning because I don't know what mood I'll be in at night. Whatever it is, make adjustments based on what you discover didn't work for you. So tailor this method in a way that works for you. Is it too much? Is it too little? What can you do to tweak it and make it your own? And the point here is to lead with self-compassion. So whether or not you do this quote-unquote right, which, spoiler alert, alert, there is no right way, um, don't use this as a meter for your worthiness because you're already enough as you are right now. You're amazing. So don't forget to grab yourself a copy of my free planner to help you organize and put this all into action. I know it may seem like a lot because I broke it down here really, hopefully really well in a way that you understand. Um, 
but yeah, just grab a copy of the free planner, even if you just use it as a guide. Um, all right, so that's all I have for you. Just remember that Vibrancy on Demand is getting a major mace lift, <laughs> facelift. So the course, the overall um, Vibrancy on Demand is designed to help you develop your vision for where you're trying to go and who you're becoming in your life and in your business. Maybe you don't own a business, but you have big ambitions or not so big ambitions quite yet, whatever it is. Um, but you know that you're meant for something more and you just want to create a life that feels really good and fulfilling. Um, vibrancy on demand will help you with that. So I'll walk you through the steps of not only creating what your vision is, especially if maybe you don't know what your vision is so far, or you don't know what you're passionate about, but you create your vision and then I'll I'll um, guide you into putting it all into action using different mindset, self-care tools, and systems that I'll teach you how to implement that will bring you closer to your vision every single day. So Orca's scratching on the door trying to get in. We're almost done, Orca. So I'm opening up the wait list for Vibrancy on Demand, which I'm really excited to do. Um, so to join, because as I said, the, the course is coming out relaunching in October. So for now, I'm just having the wait list for those who are ready to join when I open the cart. So to join the wait list, just reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at Lauren M. Kepler and let me know you want to be on the wait list for Vibrancy on Demand. I would love to have you in there and I'm excited to hear from you. So next week, I'm going to chat with you about how you can start to own your power as a woman and especially a female business owner. If you're thinking about starting a business or you just started one and you're still navigating what it means for you and your life and your future. So can't wait to chat with you again next week. But until then, remember that you are enough and you are doing enough. Mm -hmm.